Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ and welcome to the Upper Room Church. And welcome to the 40 days of reflection. The word of God says in Isaiah 41:10, "Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand." Hallelujah. What a great promise God has given to us. Thank you church for joining into this 40 days of reflection and thank you for being with us today. and i also would like to thank all my podcast listeners across the globe wherever you are in whichever part of the world all i want to say is god loves you god cherishes you he has a great plan for you and you keep moving forward amen we are so grateful that you tuned in today to our episode and we believe that god has something specific that he wants to do to you today and i'm sure this message will surely change your perspective towards god and you will move in the right direction because god loves us he cares about us he cares our needs and he is more than willing to do to draw close to him amen thank you so much church god is good god is so good let's close our eyes and start with a prayer before we get into the word of god Father we thank you for this wonderful time Lord Jesus we have given us a God to meditate on your word a God to understand your scriptures Lord Jesus we praise you Father for you are the author and the finisher of faith Lord and you will teach us Lord Jesus that how to fight the spiritual battles a Lord God Father we pray that your name is glorified in heaven and earth a God and that you will lead us into the spiritual truth Lord Jesus thank you precious Father Lord We thank you Lord for all your goodness for your promises I yes and amen Jesus. Thank you precious Father Lord. We give you praise, we give you glory. And as we meditate on this word of God, we pray that you're going to open our hearts of understanding Lord Jesus. And let this word be blessed in us a God that we move forward Lord Jesus. And Lord I pray for each and every one who's tuned in online a God to listen to this message. I pray that you bless them, fill them, give them, Lord. And they could rejoice in your presence, Jesus. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, today is the day 18 of the 40 days of reflection. And while I was pondering on this, my heart was stuck on this Proverbs 23:26. It says my son give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. How is this thinking and meditating on this promise it says my son my daughter give me your heart. A god wants a heart church. He wants a heart so that he could do new things for us, bless us and draw us more closer to him. Amen. And I titled this message God request our heart amen now if if we read in in the gospel of act acts acts of the apostles chapter 8 it says but peter said to him may your silver perish with you because you thought you could acquire the gift of god with money you have no part or share in this matter for your heart is not right before god And then he says therefore repent of this wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that if possible the intention of your heart will be forgiven. 
And here it says in this Acts of Apostles, for your heart is not right before God. The motives of this person, when Peter is laying in hands and healing the sick, this guy says, I'll give you silver. You know, all these things. He wants to bribe Peter for this kind of anointing. And he says that you can't buy the gift of God with money. Your heart is not right with God. That is what Peter says, if you read the entire gospel of this Acts of Apostles. In chapter 8. And then it says in, 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 in the book of Psalms, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Psalm 139. Now God knows everything about us, church. He knows our mind. He knows our heart. He knows our emotions. He knows our will. He knows our suffering. He knows our pain. He knows everything. Most of us, we think that God doesn't see our suffering. He doesn't see our pain. He doesn't see the emotions, what we go through. But I want to encourage you and tell you, church, that God knows your pain. God knows your hurts. He knows what you go through, your frustrations, you're fed up in life. You have so many debts to clear. At your job, your boss doesn't appreciate you. Or your parents don't value you, or your siblings don't love you. You go through all these things and you get troubled in your heart. And then you become sad. Sometimes you get vexed. Sometimes you get bitter. You know, the Bible talks a lot about bitterness. Don't be bitter. And all these emotions pile up. And then we think, okay, if this person has done wrong to me, and I'm going to do wrong to that person. I'm not going to love that person. I'm not going to do this right thing with this person because this person hated me. He, he cheated me. He did this. He did that. And all these things, church. But if you read the Psalms of 139, David says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. He's saying, Lord, search me. Please, Lord, if there's anything in me, in my heart, bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred, whatever it is, please, Lord, cleanse me, it says. Please, Lord, know my thoughts. Set right my thoughts. Set right my heart. It says in Proverbs 4.23, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. More than anything, we need to guard our heart, church. That's where God sees. That's where God is interested in. In our heart, is interested. Not in the outer appearance, but in our heart. How our heart is. And he wants to take care of this heart. He wants to cleanse this heart. He wants to purify this heart. He wants to do great things. And that's why the Bible says, Above all, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. If our heart is right, our motives will be right. Our thoughts will be right. Our actions will be right. But if our heart is not right, if there's any wickedness, our mind also will lead into wickedness and perverse things. Then our actions also will do all those things of the flesh and which displeases God. It displeases God. If you read the entire New Testament, the epistles, it always talks about the spirit and the flesh. There's always an enmity between flesh and spirit. 
flesh cannot agree with spirit and spirit cannot agree with flesh these two are separate and if you want to walk in the presence of god church if we want to follow the will of god if we want to be those daughters and sons of god we need to walk in the spirit and we need to allow god to dwell inside of us and that's why god says in proverbs 23:26 my son give me your heart and i'll take care of this heart he's requesting us and let's see what god says in the book of ezekiel let's turn our bibles to the book of ezekiel chapter 36 and we'll meditate on the scripture step by step and we'll see what god is telling this prophet ezekiel in chapter 36 so please turn your bibles with me to ezekiel chapter 36 and i'm going to read that for you it says 26 it says a new heart also i will give you and a new spirit i will put within you i will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and i will give you an heart of flesh amen now we we must be thinking why this is telling that why we need a new heart for that we need to read verse 25 now let's turn to verse 25 it says then will i sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols i will cleanse you in verse 25 church it tells us that a heart is unclean it tells that a heart is unclean and then in verse 26 tells us that we need to have this new heart now god wants to offer a heart that is clean true tender and warm now he's not interested to patch up the old heart he doesn't want to modify the old heart he doesn't want to rectify the old heart in fact he wants to give a brand new heart hallelujah because If you try to patch up something on the old it will still the patches will be on the old heart just like a let's take you have an old pair of jeans and if it's torn somewhere you take a another pair of jeans and cut it and patch it how that jeans would look not still good it's all patchy right that's just a attire but here god is dealing with us with our heart and he's saying I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness from all your idols I'll cleanse you a new heart I will give you a new spirit I'll put within you Now the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5:17 therefore if any man or if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new And the first point what I want to highlight here is churches God wants our hearts in order to exchange them he's saying give your old heart 
let me cleanse it let me and i'll give you a brand new heart he wants to exchange it for completely new and the bible says when we are in christ we are a new creation old have passed away good things are going to come new things are going to come new joy new love new blessings amen that's why god requires a heart so that he takes away the filthiness he takes away the uncleanliness he takes away the idol worship he takes away all that what does not belongs to him and he wants to cleanse us so are you ready church are you ready to give your heart to the lord are you ready to exchange your old heart to the new are you ready to accept this new heart and no longer be in the old things old ways old patterns old lifestyle old habits old filthiness fleshly desires god is saying i will give you a new heart and i would like you church to meditate on the scriptures from ezekiel chapter 36 26 27 and 28 you know and i'm going to move forward with is when you exchange your heart with jesus a lot of good things are going to come on come on away and there's with jesus there only there's always good things hallelujah with jesus there's only blessings with jesus there's grace with jesus there's love with jesus there is lot of favor i am willing to give my heart to jesus and i want a fresh new heart a fresh new spirit are you ready to give it to jesus hallelujah let's move on to the next verse it says and i will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them now here now what he's saying is god wants our hearts to empower them he's saying i'll put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and to keep my laws now what god is saying is I not only give you a new heart but I'm going to give a new peace of this power this so that you are empowered that is the spirit of God Now we cannot do things of our own church we cannot do things by ourselves by our self effort we need the indwelling person which is the holy spirit And that is what this Christian life is all about church. Because we cannot live by ourselves. We need God to come and dwell within us so that we can walk in his ways and we can please him. And for many Christians it's very hard to give away the old fashioned life. It's very hard to give up on their things. It's very hard to give up on their character. It's very hard to give up on their habits and addictions. It's very difficult. There are some people who like to stock up their old stuff, old clothes, old 
materials in their house they like to pile it up for years but they don't want to dispose it they don't want to give it away neither they use it and it becomes rusty in one corner but still we want to keep that old but remember when the old goes new will come in that people forget until and like keep that space empty then i can bring in new things new clothes new products new stuff can come in but for that you need to remove the old and many people are lacking this church and that's what happens with our own personality we don't want to give away the old things so easily we don't want to give it into charity or neither we use it or we give it to somebody else how much more the condition of our heart how much more the condition of our character our attitude our behavior it's time church we give ourselves to the lord completely surrendering ourselves to him in incompleteness not that today i give it and then tomorrow i don't give it many people give up so many things for this 40 days of lent across the globe they give up on food they give up on smoking i always keep telling on this but what after easter are you still willing to live that holy and good and righteous life are you going to go back to your old ways are you going to go back to your old habits and addictions how then church we will see the blessings of god how then we will move forward in our spirit life and god is saying i will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes is not only giving a new heart now he's saying he'll put his spirit inside us the holy spirit and we need to allow the holy spirit to walk in us to be in us amen and the next next verse in the verse 28 now let's see what the lord says and you shall dwell in the land that i gave to your fathers and you shall be my people and i will be your god wow what a promise you shall be my people and i will be your god here basically the lord is saying it's it's referring to the israel's restoration because for years the jews have been scattered over the earth but the bible promises that in the end they will all go back to their own land to live there because our hearts have been wandering away church for years and years and we don't find any rest and that's why god says give me your heart and i will cause it to live in the land i will establish it the problem with our heart is they wander and that's why we cannot rest but david knew the blessing of a steadfast heart it says in psalm 57 7 my heart is steadfast to god my heart is steadfast i will sing and i'll give praises and it says in psalm 112 it says he will not be afraid of evil things his heart is steadfast trusting in the lord because what we need 
is to trust in the Lord. We need to have that assurance that God will help us. God will provide us. He is more than willing to give us blessings, favor. You don't have to do wrong things. You don't have to take, choose wrong paths. You don't have to do shortcuts in life. Trust in the Lord, the Bible says. Lean not on your own understanding. In Hebrews it says, 13, Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. Because if it says in the previous verse, verse 8, Jesus is same yesterday, today and forever. The reason, church, we have the steadfast heart is because we are united with God who never changes. Our God never changes. His love is unconditional. I told you the agape love. His love is sacrificial. His love is unconditional. He's so beautiful. He's so good. Each time I wake up in the morning, I just thank the Lord for the morning. It feels so joyful that we are alive. We are breathing. It's refreshing. And when you open your windows, you see the beauty outside. The birds of the air. You know, the trees, the nature. It's so good to appreciate the creation of God. I love nature and I always thank God for the beautiful nature around us. For the beautiful creation. For the sun, for the moon, for the stars, for the planets, for the galaxies. You just have to look outside your window and turn your eyes towards the sky. You would see the beauty of God. You would see His marvelous works, His excellency. I mean, sometimes I sit and ponder over the different varieties of fruits and vegetables we have, different kinds of flowers. There's so much of variety on this earth. This is so much beautiful, so beautiful, much more in heaven, church. And he is willing to give all that to us. And all he wants is our heart, our true heart. And he says, trust on me, I will do miracles for you. I will heal you, I will restore you, I will deliver you. That's what he's telling to this people here in the book of Ezekiel. For my own sake, I will bless you, God says. He wants our hearts to establish them, church. Are we willing to give our hearts to God? And then let's see what's the promise it says here in the um, following verse. It says, You will be my people and I will be your God. This is so wonderful, church. If I am his and he is mine, how rich I am. And if you read in Ezekiel 26, 29 to 30, let's read that. I will also save you from all your uncleanliness and I will call for the corn and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field that you shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. 
Hallelujah. He says in Philippians 4.19, God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. God is promising us, church, that he will provide us the corn, the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field. If you haven't given your heart to Jesus, do it today, church. Give your heart to Jesus and he will fulfill your desires of your heart. The Bible says, those who delight in the Lord, he will fulfill the desires of the heart. I love this promise of God so much and I always keep meditating. And I'm so confident that God will fulfill the desires of our heart. Hallelujah. It's such a beautiful promise, church. Such a beautiful promise. We need to remind ourselves of these promises from God. Grant thee according to thy own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. Psalms 24 it says. And then also it, it says in Psalms 37, 4. Delight thyself in the Lord. He shall give the desires of thine heart. Hallelujah. When you, have, when you give your heart to God, when your heart is with God, you know what your desires will be? It will not be of the fleshly things. It will be all spiritual things. Amen. And He will fulfill everything. He will fulfill. He will give you whatever you want. He is ready to give you corn. He is ready to give you fruits. He is ready to multiply you. He is ready to give you things. All he wants is a heart church. Give your heart to Jesus and you see how your life will be transformed church. I'm witness to this. I'm experiencing God's love in an unconditional way. I rest upon his promises. I experience his agape love every single day church. Every single day, day I experience this agape love of God. The more I ask of God to fill me with His presence, with His love, He overflows my heart with joyfulness. And I'm always rejoicing. I have no worry, no sorrow. I don't put my mind on the things of this world. And I don't trouble my mind. Because my mind is on Jesus. My mind is on Jesus. The Bible says, have the mind of Christ. Give to people, love people. That's what God wants. Forgive people. Cherish one another. Be kind. Be tender-hearted. Be loving. Be forgiving. Sometimes we don't have certain things to give in church, our tithes and offerings. We might not have much so much of finances to give in. But we can give your heart. If you do this, he will exchange it. He will empower it. He will establish it. And He will enrich it, church. And I believe that you are blessed by this message. Give your heart to Jesus. He's going to multiply it. He's going to bless you. And you will, you will see the peace of Christ. You will see the joy of Christ. You will experience the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which I told in yesterday's uh, message. You will see 
the fruit of the spirit manifesting in your life and this is the time to give it to jesus say lord i come before you lord if any time my heart was not right with you lord it had it had any bad intentions wickedness anything any uncleanliness lord i give my heart unto you lord forgive me lord accept me lord and he is and is more than willing church he loves us so much you know god is crazy about you and me church he's truly crazy about you and me he loves us so madly i tell you that i tell you that god is in love with you god is in love with you church he loves you he's crazy about you he's madly in love with you that's what he displayed on that cross that great love for us which nobody has done church and i want you to experience this love of christ his love is so immense his love is so deep his love is so pure his love is so rich and that's why david writes search me oh god and know my heart try me god david wants to keep his heart right with god he says lord god my heart if a heart is pure church i tell you you will see blessings you will see blessings and blessings in your life you might have struggles but god will be with you 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 will have that confidence in god and that's why god needs our heart that he can bless us he can give a put in a new spirit in us please don't dwell in the past don't dwell in the past feelings past hurts don't cling on to the past maybe people have wronged you maybe people disappointed you maybe people hurted you you are grieved you are painful you are bitter inside it's okay everybody goes through that but don't become bitter church don't become bitter don't keep that pain inside your heart don't keep that grudge let loose let loose of those people who hurted you let loose of those people who cheated on you let loose on those people who persecuted you rejected you forgive them for sake of jesus let them go you be free you be free Don't keep anything in your heart, church. Give this heart to Jesus. Give this heart to Jesus. It's so good. God is really good, church. It's so beautiful, I tell you. Let Jesus be the center of it all. Nothing else matters. It's all about Him, church. Because if you are here in this reflection time listening online wherever you are you're not here for sure by accident i believe it strongly whenever when i used to go for meetings or conference meetings big crusades and uh, when the man of god on the pulpit used to say you're not here by accident in this meeting god has chosen you and this is for you and i really believe because in that entire message it will be as if that god is speaking to my heart 
he's dealing with me he's telling me something he's giving me some new revelation new mystery and i used to always take it and accept it and i used to really feel blessed and i know that is so sure and we are here not by accident church god has purposed it he designed it he planned it if you're here listening to this reflection through podcast or this online meeting i tell you that you are not here by accident god has a plan for you and me church he called us he equipped us he displayed his love on the cross and that's a beautiful thing and why can't we give up on our behaviors our old ways old stinking ways let's give it to jesus church let's give it to jesus and let god transform our heart and bless us amen i believe that you're blessed by this message and have some personal time with jesus today I request you, I plead you before you go to bed, whenever you have time, wherever you are, whichever time zone you are into. For some it might be morning, for some it might be in the afternoon, for some in the night, for some probably midnight. Whichever part of the world you are. Take time, sit in his presence. Five minutes church. Say Lord, I give my heart to you Lord. because you said in proverbs give me your heart and i give my heart to you father empower it exchange it establish it enrich it and use it for thy glory i tell you church your life will never be the same i challenge you that your life will never be the same you will experience the newness of god you will experience Christ dwelling inside of you will experience a new spirit inside of you. I challenge you that. God loves you so much and God loves me so much. And we all need to be united once again with him very soon. And this all journey is all about preparing our hearts, preparing our journey to meet up God, to be caught up in the air in our rapture. And we are in the end times. whether we believe it you don't believe it but this is the truth we are in end times we are truly in end times church time is very short spread the gospel wherever you are tell somebody about jesus share the love of christ if you experience something share it with us in an email write an email to us let's brag about jesus let's let's talk about this man jesus who did it all for us on the cross there's nothing more greater than we being in his presence experiencing his love his love is unconditional i challenge you that in in world we'll have a family we'll have a parents our siblings our spouses our partners our, our friends somewhere down the line they will hurt us somewhere down the line they'll despise us somewhere down the line they'll reject us they will pierce our hearts But I tell you I challenge you church with Jesus there is never disappointment amen with Jesus there is never never ever discouragement and I want you to 
experience Jesus. Find your love in Jesus. Go to Jesus. Be with Jesus. Make Jesus the center of your life. Amen. And let's give our heart to Jesus. Thank you. Father, we thank you, Lord, and we are more than willing to give our hearts to you, Jesus. And we believe that you will give us and fulfill the desires of our heart. And I bless everyone, our God, who is listening to us online and to this podcast. Bless each one of them. Let something happen, Lord, in the spirit realm. Break the chains of the enemy, Lord. And do something good for us, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. And before I close, I would love for you to do a couple of things for all my podcast listeners. Subscribe to our podcast. Share the podcast or tell a friend about it. If you're really blessed by this messages, church, please share this podcast. All you need to do is just share the link. Rate and review the podcast. And if you have anything to share with us, your experiences, your testimonies, if you believe this word has changed you, it has moved your heart, touched you, whatever it is, do you write to an email to us? All the details are given in the description box. Church at gmail.com God bless you and God be with you. And until we meet tomorrow. Amen.